To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. Welcome, everybody. This is a Room Tone, the radio show, and here we are on 100.5 FM Cop Radio. I'm Ruggiero, your host, and it's a pleasure. So beautiful to be here and talk movies with a bunch of friends over here representing the Vancouver Asian Film Festival. So everybody, please raise your hands because today in the booth with us, we have Lin Lee, Regina Leung, and Milton NG. How are you guys doing Hi. today? Doing Ooh. great. I love your energy. Now Ooh. I'm all Is that excited. Is that an yeah. applause there? So we, that was an applause right there. All right, so wow. we're going to get into the conversation. But before we do that, just make sure you got your mouth really close to that mic so that yes. we can get your sound nice and across on this beautiful cop radio station straight from downtown Eastside Vancouver and reaching out to all the people out there now Alrighty. first questions first things first from Lee let me ask you hi this year Vancouver Asian Film Festival yes let's share those details let's get people to know what's going on alright I'm really psyched because uh, in a week and a half we have a very fun and big event called the Mighty Asian Movie Making Marathon Screening Gala and Awards Presentation so uh, on August 31st Saturday at the Vancouver Playhouse we are going to present all the top selective films from our movie making contest and uh, going to share with the world and also select the top winners of best films and best performers I love the sound of that lean and I'm so happy that today in the booth with us we also have Regina and Milton also All somehow right. representing MAM so Milton let me ask you what is MAM? <laughs> Ma'am is, uh, yeah, exactly what Lynn said, Money Asian Movie Maker. Ma yeah. I can't even say it. <laughs> We're um, going to do a contest just to, to make people say that in, in five seconds. Good. <laughs> uh, to me, I was actually um, fortunate enough to do Ma'am, I think about three to four times. I actually did one way back in 2009 during film school. Um, I was uh, I was a technician. I think I was gripping back then. But now, ever since then, I did three Ma'ams. And it's a super fun, it's like usually a 10-day event kind of thing, and just challenging filmmakers to really write your script, get your crew together, and just go make your film happen. And, and what I love about it is having a deadline. Or actually, probably the most uh, rewarding thing is the screening. Because people don't know this. If you want an audience in a screening, it's going to cost you uh, in the thousands of dollars just to rent that and to, to do your own marketing to bring that audience there you're going to break your back for it so what MAM is doing having this competition having this awesome screening you're usually getting like 400 people last year at the Rio you guys got 400 sold out it was uh, packed yeah it was completely sold out I'm so happy to hear yeah. that there that's why we're bringing response. it to the play Playhouse this year and Ooh. hopefully there'll be 600 people <laughs> so so MAM is going to the Playhouse this year now yes. I gotta anticipate that we're gonna have a ticket giveaway happening Ooh. later on and more Ooh. details for that ticket giveaway later on in the episode but let me splash yeah. out there the date right now 31st of August at 7pm Exploring and witnessing the work of all these filmmakers working together, making it happen. I love it. Yeah. Regina. Uh, 
Regina, yes. Regina, I remember having you here last year That's on this right. show, and right now, 50. Yeah. Um, wow, we're going up ahead. We're over the 50th episode over here, and uh, good it's for so you. Great to see you. Oh my goodness! I gotta, I gotta say, you know, it's so good to see that the community is still alive and uh, you guys are still standing for that, and that's, that speaks very, very loudly for uh, what it means to be part of the film community here in Vancouver. Now, Milton, as a filmmaker, right now, looking at the Vancouver film community here, where are your dreams? Where do you stand? What do you see? Diane, those are great questions, Roger. Where do I stand? Well, I, I've been in this for 10 years. Uh, I started as a PA grip technician. Right now, I'm really, really pushing down on my writing right now. And, oh, man, your question was tough. There's three <laughs> questions. There's three <laughs> questions there, Roger. Okay, give me one question. One question. That was three. What was one question? You know, the reason why I ask is because I feel like the power of the dream is real, you know? Yes. The power of the dream is real, and I can see it. I can see that spark, and I can see that spark at VAF and many other film festivals here of people that work hard to bring the vision of filmmakers to the screen. And so that's where I thank Lean and Regina, and I see all of these coming together. And you're going to be hosting MAM too, right, Milton? Yes. Uh, I've actually pitched some some these film warrior style games to Lynn, but I think it's going to be a little too much. <laughs> we, we're going we're gonna to have a jam session and we're going to come up with great ideas. But um, Milton was the winner of our best performer, uh, fans uh, audience choice last year. And uh, we're, we're really excited uh, about what he's going to show us this year. Wow. <laughs> so Milton is love. Yeah, yeah, he is. Milton is love. It's funny because I started behind the camera. Yeah. Like that's how I started. And then I started acting probably in 2015. 2015, 2014, just in like in my own comedy sketches, and I started to grow this love for, for acting and being on screen. So interesting. Yeah. And, and yeah. you've been a loyal member. You've come back uh, multiple times. Yeah. Well, I was gonna, comes. I was gonna come back this year yeah. and do, and I actually messaged you for the promo code. <laughs> you were like, you're supposed to get that promo code last <laughs> week. And I, I think well, I was just telling Regina this uh. earlier today was, truth be told, is I wanted to make a film that would exceed in my film last year, mm -hmm. and and having so much on my plate. Like this this year, I felt like I would be pedaling backwards, making a short that was really simple, mm. but not up to my own standards. So that's why if I wasn't able to challenge myself to do something better last year, I don't feel like I should do it. So that's mm. why that's why I stepped down until you can do it. Well, well but uh, we can see all your stuff in where? Do you want to share to the audience? I know where we can see all your stuff. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I, I have a, a YouTube channel, so it's just Milton NGTV. And it's just got um, a super hilarious. It, it's got super a followers. Okay, I got a followers <laughs> superhero web series. That's eleven episodes, eighty-two minutes. So if you guys can watch that, mm. that'd be fun. But you gotta watch it from the beginning. And there okay. was a there was a, an episode uh, especially made. Yeah. Math. Okay, can, can <laughs> share the story. Sure. Milton, you know what? You know what? We're gonna make sure that we put the link of that YouTube channel in the description of this podcast as well on roomtoontheradioshow.com so that people can dive in and explore your world Woo! a little bit more. And Ooh. I know what Regina uh -huh. was referring to because we do have a website filled with information about MAM and the festival, which is vath.org. We're going to put that into the description of this podcast as well. Thank so you. So that you guys can all go and check out the amazing work that's been happening uh, here in Vancouver with the Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> right now, something is happening. I want to ask you all about a very hot topic these days and probably the main reason, the main uh, purpose behind this festival, oh. representation of diversity. Ooh, I like to see. Can, can you repeat like that again? That. Sorry, <laughs> the representation of diversity. Of diversity. How do you feel the film industry is representing diversity right now? 
Well, in fact, what I was just about to say uh, was that um, this year we, we've seen record-breaking numbers of submissions. People, uh, actually, uh, Asians, actually, uh, more and more Asians actually coming out to uh, do their work because I think everybody has felt this empowerment since this momentum of Asian diversity has happened, um, especially since last year's Crazy Rich Asians, um, uh, the, all, all the series of films that, that have been uh, happening since then, and that is continuing on. And, and therefore, I think um, there, that definitely is a sense that Asians are feeling, I can do this. I no longer have to feel that I'm a minority. I have a voice, and I'm coming out to share my stories. So it's very, very exciting times, and, and that's why, you know, this year, FAF uh, has also themed our year called No Limitations to remind people of this empowerment and that you, you have broken the glass ceiling and, and you, only the sky's the limit. Mm, the sky's the yeah. limit. I love that combination of words right there. And let me get to Regina over well, here. From from my perspective, I think like as Lynn said there, um, the representation is getting, uh, you know, the power is getting stronger and stronger out there. Everyone is willing to come out, right, to put that work out. So I think, you know, eventually if both sides, everyone, doesn't matter what colors, what any diversity background, they all combine and make things together, that will be pretty much pushing even further away the boundaries, pushing over the sky. I don't know what would that be after the sky, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you, you asked about yeah, dreams. I dreams, think the dream right? is um, to, to have a colorless world. That we don't yeah. have wow. to think about like um, your ethnicity or yeah. whatever. Everybody just comes out and tells his own story. That's right. Like what we are here. Exactly. <laughs> I definitely resonate yeah. with that, and that's yeah. where I actually want to go to Milton and hear and hear your point of view, man. Because I know that you're we as also as a new generation, we're stepping into this world, and there's so many questions. And how do we fill that gap? And how do we create that space of comfort? How do you think we can do that? Well, I feel like right now, uh, adding to what Lynn says, yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. You had the other Netflix movie with Ali Wong. And then you also you have Marvel's Shang-Chi. Like right now in the last five years, the Asian community has really um, come together to to start making movies and not be afraid to just go and tell their stories. Uh, even for, for an actor myself is, I think the last three years, I, I still constantly get auditions that are just like the Asian guy, uh, the doctor, uh, the office guy, or the nerd, right? It's very typical. So I find... Hopefully, with all these Asian movies coming out, people like Asian actors, filmmakers are just going to be hired to to tell their stories for what they want. Like, you don't need to hire an Asian guy to play this Asian role. You can play. Uh, you can get an Asian guy to play any role. You kind of kind of feel me. I can feel you there, and that goes back to the beauty that Lean was talking about. You know. <clears throat> We're talking about that colorless world and yes. how power, how powerful that concept can be. Now the question is, if we're going to get there, how can we get there? And what is necessary to do or to teach and implement into education together? You know, because man, much of the content that is being created out, out there, you know, audiovisual content that ranges from cinema to even YouTube videos and much more, it actually creating a lot of friction and is creating and reinforcing the bias. So it seems like you're projecting that responsibility much on us as storytellers to make that step. And I, and I, and I like that, man. I need a half-five for that. You know? that yeah. it's, a, it's a great concept there. Now, um, I want to go back to the concept of dream, though. And I want to ask, uh, Lynn, if you've ever thought you would be in this position right now in the history of your life. Have you ever thought? Have you ever imagined about this? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am a very go-with-the-flow uh, type of person. 
But um, uh, I started uh, working in film when uh, I actually moved back to Vancouver uh, five years ago. And uh, I, I've always loved um, film, uh, uh, performance arts and all that. Uh, and I worked in advertising, so I did um, commercials. So 30-second movies. Uh, but I never thought I'd actually venture into the, the film industry. Interesting. What aspect so. of uh, commercials? Uh, uh, TV commercials. Uh, so I uh, worked in advertising agency. So we did like um, print commercials, uh, magazine ads, and billboards, and, and TV commercials. So I've been familiar with that world. Uh, and you know, uh, and in the commercial world, they often do micro movies as well. So you know, everybody everybody dreams of making movies, but I, I never had access, I guess, uh, back when I was in Asia. Uh, and lo and behold, Vancouver being the capital of film uh, in North America now, uh, it's uh, it's amazing the, the opportunities um, that that uh, that occurred, and uh, it's because of the community that I I got to know people from FAF and fell in love with the um, with with the mandate uh, and um, realized firsthand how important it is to push for diversity to to make people aware that it's so important to be able to express yourself uh, on the on the um, mainstream media so that everybody can actually be able to feel more at home mm. um, in, in this foreign land for a lot of feeling um, more diaspora. at home yeah. that's another interesting combination of words you know mm -hmm. because it not only raises the question of what home is yeah. uh, but it also uh, goes uh, into the lands of of you know of north america right and this is where it's the challenging statement right now right how much of this is actually our land and how much can we do and what can we do to to support the culture that was here right this is a very interesting concept for all of us in here because my, myself as an italian and coming here and, and you know having the instinct to you know yeah share the culture share the meaning and the purpose of the of the culture here but how much can we do that and to what extent can we do that what do you think about that Milton you got such really good questions <laughs> this guy is just on it just this first time meeting Roger full of energy he's very deep full of energy this yeah. guy how, how to share the culture is I feel the, the best way for us, especially in the arts, like for us being a filmmaker and yourself as a filmmaker, Roger, is is really telling the story that you want to tell. Because there's a lot of people out there, I feel like, whether it's it's fueled by money, they'll, they'll do stuff because of money or other people are telling them. Because I, I think back then, actually, I, I, was wrote the, I wrote this short film for an actor friend of mine and I, I showed it to him. This is like three or four years ago. And I was thinking, in my head back then, I was thinking, well, to make this film marketable, I'm going to have to cast a Caucasian um, male for this. And he told me, he's in L.A. right now, and uh, he was like, well, why do you have to have a Caucasian? Like, why can't you do Asian? And then me back then was saying, oh, I just don't see that happening. So my mentality back then, maybe it was like five years ago wasn't is where it is now so now with all this rush of like all this asian tv shows these movies these superheroes it really even inspired me to be like okay i'm going to make a movie i'm going to cast asians and it, this is actually very uh similar to what what's that jordan peele he he did that movie and he's he's ca uh casting african americans and he had someone ask him i was like well would you cast a caucasian he's like no i, I wouldn't it's not me being racist it's just i've seen that movie already mm. so what a great point right there, Milton. Yeah, and, and what a great answer. And too. I find too is like, 
a lot of people that see Asian movies, they feel like, okay, it's an Asian movie, it's got to be in Chinese. But no, like now we can make movies, we can speak. Like I speak English, so I can speak English and cast all Asians if I wanted to. Interesting. So from from your point of view, and of course, Lena and Regina, please feel free to to jump in if you see fit. But what what is that point, and what is the barrier that it's limiting that diversity and that inclusive uh, casting? What do you think? What do you guys think is that barrier? I don't think it's um, it's a barrier per se. I I think it's a. a a mindset that is only slowly changing. Mm. I, I think um, there there has been a barrier in the past because um, the 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 line was always box office. Uh, nobody's going to pay for it. Who's going to see it? That's not enough audience. Now, Crazy Rich Asians and um, all the movies that have Shang-Chi. followed and Shang Chi um, mm-hmm. have proven. Well, Shang Chi hasn't proven, but uh, Crazy Rich Asians yeah. has proven that um, there is box office. Yeah. Um, there, there is money to be made, and there's a huge audience um, uh, uh, that 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 will come and watch it. And and obviously, because of all that, there's confidence to make Shang Chi. Yeah. Because uh, Shang Chi was uh, has been in in the planning for like ten plus years. Probably a while. Was, I think I, I think I saw it was two oh five or two oh six when when it was first brought up that they wanted to make it, but yeah. no one made it until I, now. I wonder if that's also the success of Black Panther, but. It has a Absolutely. huge Black it's, Panther. Um, it's all a ripple effect. It's, yes. it's not. It's not just crazy machine. It, it is that whole momentum that um, there's there's success in um, movies like Black Panther and then. And then Crazy Rich Asians, and then there's Searching, and and Netflix um, also made. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, maybe. I believe we're really going somewhere, oh. and and this conversation really sh- shines light on uh, on what's the trajectory for the film industry and the the, the flow of the of the filmmakers, right? right? I can see that spark. I can see that curiosity. Well, what do you think, Regina? See, well, there, I, we want to let it out. What's going on? <laughs> let it out, Regina. No, 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 no. Let I it out. A, I just have this kind of. Thing in my head, I always feel that like okay, so we live in North America, so we're Asian live in North America, so we always like uh, try to you know blend in you know together. What about the other way around? Perhaps if that is more non-Asian live in Asian country, the population getting bigger, and then they probably our world we all blend in together in a way. They probably drive. That's what they want there too. Maybe they don't have that. You know, I don't know. Have you have that kind of feeling? You know, if you're a non-Asian living in Asian country, also feel the same way too. So. Let's go back to our representations, and we just happen to be in North America that we speak English and everything, right? So, and that's why we need that um, kind of a, a representation out there for us. But I just have the crunch to figure out what about the other way around. So, a very maybe, interesting concept. Yeah. There, oh, Lean's got something. And, what do you and think? And that's yeah. why I love um, Canada. I mean, in, yeah. for example, you you raise a good point. In in China, I, I uh, when I was living there, I uh, I mix around with the expat community, and obviously, a lot of the foreigners, um, they they would feel like they're they'll always be outsiders. Mm-hmm. And I think this is kind of how um, Asians felt in the early days when there are so few and when mainstream culture is all about like the western culture mm-hmm. the caucasian culture or what have you but um because canada is all about being a melting pot and and the the mandate of the country is to have multiculturalism i think that concept is why it, we- everybody is allowed and is is doing this yeah. and and uh, having their own voice and everybody's own cultural fabric 
um, weaves together to create an amazing culture like Canada. Mm, yeah. Sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of love for Vancouver and what's happening <laughs> yes. here right now because you know we're really in a magical place and it feels so great to have you guys here talk about diversity representation and I think it's time to take a little break. It's time to take a little break and we got uh, quite some uh, some nice music we can vibe here on Cop Radio 100.5 FM. I'm Rogero, your host, Room Tone, the radio show, talking movies because we love it. This is Nuja Bez with Feather, straight from Japan. Enjoy. Light is a feather when I'm floating through, reading through the daily news, measuring the hurt within the golden rule. Centimeters of ether, I'm heating the speaker. Motivational teacher with words that burn people. Singing the headlines line with discord. It's either genocide or the planet in uproar. Never good. The rules in paradise are never nice. The best laid plans of mice and men are never right. I'm just a vagabond with flowers for Algernon. The average Joe who knows what the fuck is going on. It's the hope of my thoughts that I travel the ball. Fly like an arrow of God until I'm gone. So drifting away like a feather in air. Letting my words take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical forever elevator. Riding the escalator to the something that is greater. So I'm drifting away like a feather in air. Letting my soul take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical forever elevator. Riding the escalator to the something that is greater. Taking chances. Word tap dancing with wolves in an ice arena out there. Deep in the woods of Arizona. The sun be out. Life's ironic. Ain't it trying to be Dalit when I write surreal life up. Propaganda, six o'clock, news and insane. Coaches clash, all black folk and white trash. They're rebel in the cyberspace, that might crash. Dash to millennium, a million miles of running. At the speed of now, but I don't return gunning. Rambo style, gun hold child gunning. Hambo plow, two times loud, stunning. Stunning when they hit you, lift you off the earth like, hey yo, take you right back to earth. And niggas wonder why, they might wonder why this shit might happen, but it does. It go. Drifting away like a feather in air, letting my words take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical, forever elevator, riding the escalator to the summit that is greater. So I'm drifting away like a feather in air, letting my soul take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical, forever elevator, riding the escalator to the summit that is greater. Treat you better than me, 'cause that's the heavenly key to unlock the inner strength. What my essence will be is the knowledge of self, understanding of the things around me that become. Welcome back, everybody. This is Room Tone, the radio show. And here we are on 100.5 FM Cop Radio. We got some people here ready to talk, ready to make it happen for that Vancouver Asian filmmaking, uh, film festival. Let's get it all. Movie making marathon. Everything is up here in the clouds, but everybody raise your hands. Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Lin Lee, Regina Lin, and Milton NG. Now, Milton, I see you're quite excited for that track. What's the story there? Oh, the, the track is, uh, it's Nujabi's. And when you, when you instantly play, I'm like, oh, this is why we get along. So my friend actually <laughs> told me about Nujabis about a year ago. 
and I, I listen to that every day, especially when I'm writing. Because New Job is unfortunate. The artist passed away. He was a really young guy, I think, maybe in his 40s or so. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm writing my future right now, and I'm listening to the half an hour version it's new jobbies and lovesick and there's just there is something about that track it's just it, it's writing music I, I find everyone's got you know people got workout music but there's a lot of good music out there that's writing music and uh you got to have a really good writing music to really go with your flow yeah and then i think it's I, upbeat but then it, it's not like super distracting yeah, yeah. and i think what, when i make this movie i'm going to see if i can contact this lovesick guy i would love to use his track for the movie you can really feel that uh, that melancholy too there is a sense of melancholy too you know drifting uh drifting uh, like a feather in air you know that concept you know that, that it's it really goes back to that melancholy and maybe that 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 need to dive deeper into the culture and, and what a wonderful way to do it through music and here we are talking about culture and diversity and mm -hmm. representation and I'd love to pick it up from the, the conversation we were, we were having earlier you know talking about diversity representation this is a really really important topic not only because of the film industry and the film uh, the film world here but especially because of Canada and the context that we are as a combination of a multitude of countries and cultures coming together on the same land which is not necessarily ours now uh, we're talking a little bit deeper over here and why not get into it because uh, you know uh, it's important to have these conversations and talk deep and I want to ask you guys if you knew what was happening and what happened here in Canada before you landed on, on here I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking about did, the, the did I know let me think huh, I did Lynn know I've Milton did, I was a teenager I was a teenager, teenager so <laughs> yeah I, I think I I think I had that concept but uh, I, uh, obviously in history books, it, it was always, um, you know, civilization was brought upon the land and all that. It wasn't about massacre <laughs> to claim land and all that. Um, so so um, very different um, stories, I was told, I, I guess, um, before I came to Canada. And um, I think it really is um, in recent years that we learned more and more about the, the reality of the situation. This is where it gets, uh, it gets important and relevant because it's a question I always ask myself, you know, mm -hmm. what is my role as an Italian immigrant here? And, and, and everybody, we can ask that question as many times as we want. And I feel like uh, reaching that core, reaching that gravity is, is, is going to be harder. Uh, maybe with time it's going to be easier, but it's hard now. It's really hard because, you, you know, Vancouver especially, such a melting pot. And yet we're standing on this land, right? And what is our right and what can we do for that? Or how can we present and share our culture and be represented while at the same time respect the indigenous culture and the indigenous presence, you know? And I speak highly also about the, the, the community of downtown inside here because they, re they released their reports on homelessness just uh, in May, I believe. And, uh, you know, 50% of the people who are homeless are indigenous and 2% of the population in Vancouver is indigenous. Mm -hmm. And that speaks... Uh, for you know a lot of the voices that cannot speak right now so I'm, I'm, I've always been wondering and because we're broadcasting from downtown inside Vancouver uh, how much of that space is truly ours and of course uh, exploring that concept is, is, is challenging but I think it's needed well I, I think the other thing is if it, like it's sometimes we're quite difficult to understand like all those challenge that we have but then I think if everyone is respecting what they go through probably we'll find a way to resolve it but you know it's, it's a long time coming that hasn't been any like uh, solutions to resolve that 
challenge we have on the east side, right? So I've seen it so many times. And then even at the park right now, they're thinking about the tent. Are they moving in, moving out them, and where are they going to stay? And is there any opportunity for any of the community can help them? I mean, so it's not just uh, the corporate culture, the community culture. It's everyone either understand and respect that, and then they will be able to figure out solutions, I think. Thank you for that, Regina. I really appreciate that, uh, that right there. I'm wondering if also Milton and Lena have something to share about that. Well, besides like learning what I, I did from the, in social studies about this is I don't know too much about it. Like everyone knows the basic stuff. Uh, but yeah, just from what Regina says is being uh, very respectful of what has happened. And like, yeah, we did in a way take over. So it's always understand and we try our best to understand but uh, even like speaking of of the homeless is yeah we you know, just walking here i mean there's tons of them um i i feel like that we should have figure out ways to to, to it's i know it sounds cliche but like it's almost like inspiring them to do something different that actually gets them off the feet i saw a very interesting post the other day there's a guy in the states he was homeless uh and he posted a uh, resume he printed off he had like $20 left he went to like Staples or something printed a load of resumes and then he had um, a cardboard that says here here's my resume take my resume so w one person took a picture of that and then that went viral so this homeless guy ended up getting tons of job offers from like all over the world because of this picture and I think it's when we we're able to figure out ways for the homeless to come up with new ideas like sometimes i'll see people coming up with very clever ideas and i and i'm giving them money because the cleverness so now this is a delicate point that you're making there because it feels like uh, we are projecting the necessity of of divergent thinking on the homeless population which is probably not necessarily maybe not the best way to, to look at it especially when looking at the rates of of which this is happening because 81 percent of the people as well who were who are here and are homeless were born in vancouver so it really feels like it's a it's a problem that's dedicated to you know this area rather than having people. Of course, there are people coming from the outside, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's coming from here, and uh, that's a port, and it can happen to anybody, right? Yes, I've heard incredible stories, and who knows? Maybe in ten years it could be me, or it could be any any of us in this room because life is extremely well, unpredictable. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting point that I was um, reacting to too. That um, homeless homeless people just aren't like just born homeless they, they actually came from somewhere they had a history and oftentimes it is because um, certain things happen and then they lost everything and then and then just life spiraled downwards and I think um, the whole thing is about education right I think most of us unfortunately um, are afraid to look at the problem because um, they just think you know they they act scary we don't know you know if they're dangerous and all that um, but there's a lot of misconception there because uh, a lot of times uh, the way they act it's purely because of their mental problems and that's another big issue that people don't don't understand and realize and that's why it's important for people like yourself who make films about um, that community sorry um, to to make people understand to, to actually see what is really going on so so I think um, more exposure maybe from the government level to to for for the community to really understand the the people in need so that there there's more empathy um, towards what's going on instead of uh, avoidance 
That's a great point yeah. there. I see Regina also reacting there because it's a very <laughs> and it's an important point, and I appreciate to see yeah. the passion around this because you know as as we talked about it, the energy changes in the room as well mm-hmm. because yeah. there is a there is a there is a care it's a for very it. Sad story, yeah, uh, situations. And, and, you know, no, there is a responsibility. Yeah. yeah, I think like more people, if they can think about respect and also create opportunity for them and not just the government you know they do their part and the community do their part and then also everyone you know think about that to do their part probably maybe we found the solutions to um helping each other out with their hands so maybe just a dream i don't know well it always starts with a dream you know yeah. and every revolution starts with a joke so we gotta we gotta keep that those smiles up and we gotta stay optimistic and positive and there is a lot of that uh, beauty and power and 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 and, and love here in the downtown side. i'm so happy that we're yeah. broadcasting right from here all the way out there and um, Can I add something? Oh, Milton's got something quick. to say. Man, let him it make is, it up. This reminds me of actually uh, 10 years ago, uh, we did this documentary called Raining Sandwiches. Mm. And we were actually at the downtown east side. I forget what the girl's name was, but she was she had this thing of every Sunday or every one day of the week, she would her and the church people would make hundreds and hundreds of sandwiches mm-hmm. and then just come down the downtown east side and just hand them out. So, yeah, they are, like you said, Lynn, is they are real people. That No one was born into this. And I remember doing that documentary. It was like a three-week process. But there was a couple times where we actually... Uh, us as the filmmakers there's like four or five of us we went and made a bunch of sandwiches mm-hmm. so with our help we made like 400 sound 500 sandwiches once and we just went down we just handed them out and it was like when you're when you're when you're holding a tray full of sandwiches and you're giving it out i feel like you you feel uh, the people's just gratefulness and appreciation because they would come up to us and they're just like you, you can tell they're struggling they're like oh thank you so much man this made my day like we made a smile on their face like we put food in their stomach and i, I remember seeing this one guy's like oh he would get one sandwich and he'd come back it's like oh can i get another sandwich for my my girl over there i'm like yeah no problem take two but like that that feeling of gratitude of you giving them a sandwich for them to eat for that day, it felt really good. And that was... Um, it it starts kind of with the little things and it really starts mm-hmm. from within, you know, and that's where we can really become a community and forge that sense, right? And it, and it really applies also to what's happening with the film community mm-hmm. and the concept of diversity we were exploring before because diversity is not only about color, but it's also about status, right? The diversity of status and the diversity and the range of your heart. What is the range that we can offer as filmmakers? You know, we can use the camera as a heat, perforative judgmental heat, but we can turn it and probably that's our job, turning that heat into the warmth of a hug that empowers and heals. So what is the range of our hug as filmmakers? And I'm going to leave it at that because I know Milton's got to go. Milton's got to make it happen. And with that being said, uh, it's time actually to take our second break here on Room Tone, the radio show. What a pleasure, you guys, uh, here talking about uh, uh, Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Milton, before you got to go, any shout outs? Make it happen. Oh, a, sh- a shout out. Oh, I got a, I got a shout out to my boy, John Endo, up there. Uh, he's He's been one of my good friends and producers for my web series that I work so hard on. And uh, to the entire team of, of the web series that I did last year. Um, right now, we're currently developing this show into a feature film. And... Yeah, it's just a lot of work. It's like eating a giant whale kind of thing. <laughs> Never, I mean, I wrote a couple features back then, but they were crap. So this one is, when you write something that you're very passionate about, you're very delicate with it, with every little every little detail, and you can't rush it. So uh, that's what I'm working on right now. 
Love it, man. I love that. So a big hug to you, Milton, before you go to go. I'm going to give you a high five in the booth right now. Let's make it happen. In the booth. What kind of high five was that, man? That was like a four-figure discount, man. I want some slap sound. Man, you know I'm a big fan of high fives. You know, we got to be careful. We got mics. We got everything going on. And call radio 100.5 FM. Room to the radio show. I'm Roger, your host. This is Lady Brown from Nujabi. Enjoy. Lady Brown. Everybody, this is Room Tone the Radio Show, and here we are on 100.5 FM Cop Radio. I'm Rogero, your host, talking movies because we love it. And today we're talking about the Vancouver Asian Film Festival Woo-hoo-hoo. with Lindy and Regina. And Milton just uh, went off for another adventure, and here we are, busy life, busy times. Now it's time here on the show, as we do all the time, for the one minute pitch. 
Are you ready? We're going to get that one minute, minute pitch rolling right now. Are you ready? I'm going to hit that clock. You ready? All right. Give me a sign. All right. Lean is ready. We're going to go for the one minute pitch. Everybody get ready. Hitting the clock in three, two, one. Let's go. Hey, everybody. On August 31st, Saturday, next Saturday, come to the Vancouver Playhouse at 7 o'clock. We have the screening gala and awards presentation of the 14th annual Mighty Asian Movie Making Marathon. And you will be able to see the top eight films selected for 10 minutes of, of winning pitches of filmmakers and also seven ultra-short uh, one-minute films that um, they'll be screened for the first time in the world for everybody to see. And you will also find out who will win the best film of the shorts and ultra-shorts and best performer of fan choice and fan choice um, winning uh, best films as well. So we're also offering a very special giveaway because of the fantastic uh, Ruggiero of Room Tone being so nice to us. So therefore, we are giving two tickets away for any fans listening to this show and go on our Facebook page at Fav Vancouver and uh, watch out for the post that will link you to this radio show and you'll be able to uh, have a chance in the lucky draw to win tickets to Amazing. This. And there was a one-minute pitch right there. And as Lean said and she mentioned about the uh, tickets giveaway, we're going to be giving away a set of tickets, two tickets, one set of two tickets uh, for anybody who could either send a message here, share share, share the vibes about uh, Room Tune, the radio show, get the word out there about Vancouver Asian Film Festival. We're going to be doing a post on our social media, so check out the Vancouver Asian Film Festival Facebook page. They're going to be sharing the post, getting the word out there, and uh, follow the instructions, and the tickets are going to fly out. Now, after the one-minute pitch, okay. we have the Proust questionnaire. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I remember the... I've never come across it before. Amazing. It was, yeah, it Amazing. Here we go. Here we go. Are you all ready? Yes. So, Bruce wrote down 35 questions, believing that he could uh, decipher or come across someone's true identity. So, we're going to pick five randomly and get to know each other a little better. How does that sound? Okay. Sounds amazing <laughs> to me. Let's make it happen. All right. First question of the Bruce questionnaire. Ooh. Okay. We both answer, right? When and where were you happiest, both of you? Oh, my oh. gosh. Yes, we're going to get deep. Get that oxygen. We're going to dive deep in here. Um, I I was in um, Bali on the beach. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was when I was working in Shanghai, and I I took a holiday because I I was working way too much and killing myself, and and then I escaped um, to a holiday, and uh, th that feeling of completely leaving the world behind and just relaxing and doing whatever I wanted um, and and just be one with nature it was beautiful it was really beautiful yeah mm, that I love popped, that yeah popped in my mind I love yeah. one with nature huh? <laughs> one with the flow yeah. huh? it's so hard yeah. to, to, to somehow get touch with that with the busy life in the film industry here in Vancouver Regina I'm yeah, so curious I mean, it's, it's almost the same you know similar um, <laughs> but uh, it's scuba diving can touch the fish feel the fish that's <laughs> it's the Ooh. happiest place on earth wow Regina is a scuba it. diver yeah, oh kidding. my goodness <laughs> I didn't see that coming that's amazing we have in the booth I love it I love it's amazing. Yeah, all that right. Keep, that keep me happy all the time. Amazing. <laughs> Second question of the Proust questionnaire. Which talent would you most like to have? What's that? 
Which talent? talent? Uh, oh, I talent. I, I think he's superpower, but um, talent. Um, I I would love to. Mm. From the heart, lean. Let it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can go. So, go you know, the talents that I would like to have is I can do improv because it, you know my dad is really good in doing that. So you can just throw him on the stage and then he can just improv whatever that he do. He does. He speak anything. He's out come out from his smile. If I can be like that top skill level for improv, that would be awesome. <laughs> so that would be the talents. Improv. You can really translate that into life in many different ways. I That's love right. that. <laughs> lean. Be a good baker. Oh, <laughs> high five for that! Oh. Give me that. Yeah, I I think people who 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 can cook uh, and bake delicious cakes and cookies are the most popular. <laughs> you can always give things to people and make people happy. Wow, from film to baking. Wow, I love it. That's a hell of a trajectory there. Let's pin that thought. Let's save that screenshot on our desktops. I want to see that happen again. Third question of the Proust questionnaire. Let's go. Where would you most like to live? Hmm. hmm. Is it here now or somewhere else? Oh wow, mm. Lynn is thinking a lot. There's so many mm. places I, I want to live. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, that's a pretty tough question. So in a dream world, we definitely would like to live certain part of the country in like certain amount of months. Yes, you know that's and exactly then, what I was going to say. And then you know when there's a certain time of the weather is getting cold, and we'd like to keep it warm, we go to the warmer part of the country, and then live certain months. And then if you feel like you need more culture, so go to any like city country, and then they have more you know city and art and all this to live for a while. So kind of like we talk about that, we like to bounce around in a way. So. You know, I, I kind of give you energy. That, that's exactly my answer. I think uh, the, the reflects so much about the 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 world now because we're so exposed to the world and travel. Like if you have the means, travel is no problem, and you you know that there's no one place that can fulfill all your dreams and all your desires and your needs and everything. So um, if you are able to, mm-hmm. why not live everywhere? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that opens up a lot of different doors and different questions <laughs> yes. right there. Thank you for that, Lean. <laughs> now, at this point, we're going to have to go to the fourth question of the Proust questionnaire. We're getting deeper and deeper over here. Fourth question of the Proust questionnaire. What is your greatest fear? Wow. Deep questions over here. Ooh. And you were like, man, you told us we were going to go on your radio show and talk about movies. <laughs> and now we're talking about yeah. fear. Come no, on. You, you, hmm. you like to deep dive on the individual. Hey, I love why it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, losing someone. Hmm. Basically. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's the same. I huh. think a woman is more emotional. That's huge on that. Um, on top of that, maybe I will think about sometimes. <laughs> I don't like. I feel claustrophobic. I don't like to be in a claustrophobic area, like mm, tight space. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of my ultimate fear. I will get freaked out. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse mm. my language. <laughs> oh no, it's so good. And thank you for sharing that. You know, it takes a lot of strength and courage, and 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 you know, a lot of the strength comes from the vulnerability. So thank you for sharing that and acknowledging that. And you know, we all have fears and we all have those struggles and I feel the game of life is learning to turn uh, the energy from those fears into the love that we can offer to others and and that leads us to the fifth question of the Proust questionnaire what is your idea of perfect happiness Hmm? perfect happiness Mm. Hmm. tough questions right here 
perfect happiness. No, it, it's not tough because like you're you're spending your life in search of that happiness, mm. right? Um, yeah. For for me, peace. Because and it's so difficult, especially um, we're always running around. There's there's no balance in in anything. Uh, we're always either overworked, overtired. And so um, there, there's constantly too many things going on in this crazy world that we're we're living in, and all the awful things are that are happening around us um, to the environment, politically, uh, socially. So I think peace is when everything will be okay, and that's when I think I'll be happy. Wow, there's so <laughs> much in there. Deep. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was a very tough question, that one. All um, tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce like, knew like, what he okay. was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, in search of happiness, um, perfect. It's, I, it's so hard because it's not that easy to have a perfect world because I think, like, no matter you try, and you will still have um, challenge. And I think, in my way, I'm just thinking, you know, if we keep trying, keep doing it everyone keep doing it everyone keep going and that's kind of a perfect happiness it doesn't matter it could be a fail right it could be epic win but you don't know but at least you're trying put it out there so that's kind of thinking more positive around the world that is a perfect happiness for mm, that. <laughs> so it's not necessarily the peak of the mountain as it is the hike to reach the peak there you go that mm. seems to be an interesting way to translate that and I love the yeah. sound of that and uh, yeah. you know we are uh, reaching uh, the end we, we're gonna have to start wrapping up this whole burrito but before we mm. do that I want to make sure that we repeat uh, the wonderful uh, the, the details of the wonderful events that will be happening later on you know with the Vancouver Asian Film Festival and MAM and, and all of that and with that having you here Lena Regina, it's always a pleasure talking about film and diversity. And how can people get to know more about the festival? Check out VAFF.org. VAFF.org. That's right. On or, the website. Or follow us on social, social media, media at VAF Vancouver. VAFF Vancouver. Hashtag VAFF. <laughs> Amazing there. Now, as a film festival director and, you know, and uh, all of you taking care of this, of this baby, basically this big baby that is the film festival, what is your piece of advice for filmmakers to be part of a festival? Just go out there and, and do your film and um, share with the world and uh, uh, don't hesitate. Don't think twice. Just go do it because often you have no idea what great things you can accomplish. And um, every voice should be heard. And that's why it's, it's very important to um, just tell your stories. Mm -hmm. huh, every exactly. voice should be heard. Now, yeah, that's yeah. an interesting concept to explore because maybe we can flip it the other way around. And we can look at how some voices are actually creating uh, the opposite and are maybe creating some 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 damage. So uh, let me let me let me explore the territory. Let me explore the jungle a little bit more before we wrap this whole thing up. But I would love to ask you both about how we can prevent or how can we keep an eye on on the voices that are sharing somehow some in your perception what negativity is. Of course, we cannot question morals too much, but well, how can we do that? Well. That's very important to, to talk about because um, we tend to want to avoid certain voices. I also say th that those negative voices should be heard because I think precisely because a lot of those negative thoughts and beliefs were, were never vocalized. People didn't realize 
that it was so prevalent. Wow, right? that's a beautiful point you there, Lee. We didn't know it was going on. We didn't know how bad the situation was in America, um, how right it's actually become. We thought everything was progressing in the right direction. But then all these voices started to be uncovered. And that's when we realized, okay, this is a problem we really need to face and fix. That's you know, a great point, Lynn. Regina, I'm as, so curious to hear from say, you. No press is a bread pass, right? Yeah. <laughs> so everything, everything, everyone get their voice to say it. If you have the chance, even you know you 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 couldn't speak, but you can still write it, right? Mm, what was so, the saying? No press is it's bad press. Bad press. Oh no, no, no press, no is, press is, is bad, bad press. press. Oh, yes, I see, yeah, I see, yeah. I see for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a definitely a really good point, you yeah. know. Um, I wonder if uh, the flow of information and the the the, the structure, the template that press and media nowadays have adopted, if that's going to impact the way we digest information, the way we even mm-hmm. interpret information, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so funny that even like 10, 15 years ago, there were still newspapers. And I still remember in Italy when I used to go to the to the guy to buy the newspaper as a child and they increased the prices, you know? And there was this whole process going on. Man, dad, they increased the prices. What? Like, it's crazy, you know? And now with your phone, you can just flow through and, you know, how things change and how are we gonna are we gonna be able to adapt or is it important to adapt or how uh, that adaptability is gonna impact even the way we tell stories and make films right so it really becomes uh, a, a big big topic that is relevant for everybody of course not only filmmakers now have you ever thought about making a film well, um, good question, actually. So, um, <laughs> time I mean, to do your the, plug. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's Regina there. There you go. Well, well we um, for the last year, um, so I, we, we did two shots and uh, in development for a feature, a documentary feature. So, and that's, uh, you know, I will keep encourage people to keep going and do it. The more you do it, the more you know it, and then you can, the more you tell your story. And um, so... I love it. There you go. Regina's got something cooking there. We'll keep an eye on that and uh, we'll definitely put all the information also to some of that if you want to in the description of the podcast here because, uh, you know, it's almost time to go for us over here. And, uh, you know, the of course, the, um, the the classic meeting point and meeting time is here. Mm-hmm. Cop Radio 100.5 FM on uh, 11 a.m. every Thursday talking movies because we love it. Room Tone, the radio show, is super happy to have you here. And uh, I guess we're going to have to sort of drop it up to Nujabe. It's, it's been a pleasure with, to have Milton and, of course, both of you here. And uh, always really interesting and deep conversations, you know. We cannot stay to the surface. We cannot stay up there in the surface. We've got to dive deep and explore what it means to be part of the film community in Vancouver, not only what it is. So thank you for that. What, what's your message before we wrap it up to the Vancouver film community? Do it. Just do it. You know, I know it sounds like certain brand, but just do it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Regina. Lean. This is an amazing community i think we really shouldn't take it for granted we should always uh, realize how lucky we are that we have such a, a supportive community that everybody is willing to help each other and that's the more reason why we should take advantage and go do your thing i love the sound of that thank you so much lin lee uh, Regina Leung, it's been a pleasure. Everybody keep an eye for the ticket giveaway on the Vancouver Asian Film Festival and Room Tone, the radio show, social media pages. I'm Roger, your host. Next Thursday, 11 a.m., this is Talking About Peace. This is Nujabez with Peaceland. <laughs>